going to start now. The San Jose Sharks lose a 6-0 game to the Edmonton Oilers this afternoon. And uh, we're going to try and figure out how the hell we're going to actually talk now. about this. So uh, Let's see how this works. Let's go. But if you want to be part of the show, just uh, be sure to hang out with us uh, on the Discord, on the YouTube chat, on the Twitter chat, on uh, everything else that continues to break my setup. Um, you know, during the show, it'll be amazing. And uh, it is me. Uh, you can't see her, but Jules is with me today. Uh, like I said, the Sharks lose 6-1, uh, uh, sorry. Um, and then everything breaks and... It is what it is. Uh, Teal Town, USA, after dark, or in this case, in the after fucking noon. Uh, Jules, how you doing? I'm good. I just watched the most craziest, boring game of my life, but I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to even say about this one. Um, I, I mean, I it's, don't... it is what it is. <laughs> McDavid's good. I think he has like 17 like straight games points against the Sharks. Um so yeah, McDavid's good. Drysaddle's good. The Oilers are better, and the Sharks cannot play defense. That's yeah. I mean that that really sums it up. Okay, good night. Um, <laughs> have a good day, guys. <laughs> have a good day. Uh, it, uh, John in the chat asking about the uh, Discord. The Discord uh, keys are always held by uh, a one at hockey underscore jerk on the Twitter machine. Oh, I got to put the bleep fish down for a minute here. Uh, yeah. So what's the Discord? It is. Uh, at hockey underscore jerk on the Twitter machine. He will get you all set up here. Um, I'm, I'm going to give a quick uh, rundown of this game and then, uh, yeah, and then we'll go from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, this game was not pretty. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins or opens the scoring uh, right off the hop. And if you want to talk about uh, guys who uh, don't want to play defense, I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopkins pretty much was just left all alone and was able to find yeah. a rebound, put it in. I feel like a lot of people were left wide open today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just it saying. Wasn't, it wasn't all bad, though. Uh, Tomas Hurdle uh, scored a goal within, uh, you know, with that 7.03 left in the first. Uh, really nice play by Jacob Peterson to get him the puck. Uh, Jacob Peterson for Scott fire. Reedy continues to be uh, a trade that I I really liked. Um, Tomas Hurdle gets a nice goal, but I think the, the feed from peterson was probably the, i think uh, he's on like a six game point streak now he's he's on fire right now yeah um just a great great game uh for him well not i mean not for him but like great game for him like the way he's played uh no i know he coming yeah, into no one now, really had a great game yeah no one had a great game tonight it was it was pretty bad uh and then it all kind of goes um it, it'll goes bad uh connor mcdavid scores a goal to make it uh two to one and the Obviously, the Oilers never looked back at this point. Um, Mario Ferraro basically said, if I'm not covering anybody, I can't lose my guy. I don't know how else to describe this goal. Yeah, it was not a good play by Ferraro. I don't know where he was at. Um, yeah, just don't leave McDavid wide open, please. Like, I just like the way he kind of just skated out in front of the net where, like, there was nobody there. Um, and then, obviously, McDavid just kind of 
goes around. Yeah, the McDavid's back of like, the you're net. gonna leave me wide open. I'll take it. I only Pretty have like a hundred and like fifty points. I have more than half of your roster has combined, probably. So yeah, like, like just insanity. This game, absolute insanity. Um, and then, like I said, it it really all just goes downhill from here. Um. You know, Connor McDavid, 63, I think, what, he had two goals this game, uh, 64 goals, 151 points, like, just unreal. The, the man's not human. Sportsnet, I think, tweeted out something, like, with the thing, not robot, with, like, the check mark. It's like, yeah. I, this man's not human. I, I don't know, like, I don't know how he does it. It's crazy. I mean, scoring is up across the league this year. I think we're going to see some pretty... Um, craptastic goaltending numbers at the end of the year. I'm going to be really oh, curious sure. to see who wins the Vesna. Um, oh, Mark. Based on, you know, because I don't think it's been, I, I think it's going to be a really narrow field for the Vesna this year. I feel like I'm it's either All Mark or Sorokin. I don't yeah. think anyone else has a shot. It just depends on if they go by wins or saves. Yeah, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because, like, I think it's going to be a narrow, narrow, narrow field. Um, how many points did McDavid points. just got off the Sharks this season? I don't want probably more than like some of the Sharks players have like just in total this season. Um, probably. Uh, they. <laughs> I was watching the Sportsnet feed and they and they said that like McDavid. I think in he has more. I think the only place he has more goals, um, in SAP Center is I'm trying to remember where where else was it that he it might be Anaheim. Like I was going to say, Anaheim arena. also doesn't know how to play defense, and they're currently losing <laughs> 2-1 to Arizona. So. This is the only arena he has more goals in than, than SAP Center, uh, I think, on a career. So, Great. Um, yeah, I mean, Fabulous. not a great night for James Reimer. I don't think he had a whole lot of help, though. He had no defenseman. Vlasic yeah. got hurt, like, five minutes into the game. The run was basically just thrown into... Why don't you try to cover Connor McJesus? Yeah. Um, and he did a fine job, and then they put Ferraro on him, and I was like, what are we doing here? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know how many ways to describe it other than this team doesn't have any defensemen, and now Vlasic is probably gone for the season, so they're going to call up to him. Yeah, think. that's that's the thing. Obviously, that's a good point you bring up. Obviously, Mark Edward Vlasic goes down um, – Margaret Vlasic goes down. Obviously, I don't think it looked good. I see. I saw a couple of different plays where it looks like he could have been hurt, so I'm not even sure which play it was. Or if I honestly don't know if he comes them. back for the rest of the season, and then we're just depleting the team. Yeah, and, and it, so he's going to have to go down, and um, I, I, they're going to have to, obviously, they're going to pull another body up. I think, I think McDonald could probably come back in the lineup, but they're still going to pull a body, which is going to be interesting because, obviously, the Barracuda are still clinging on for dear life. And I think the thing with the, the Barracuda is the way their season has gone now. I mean, they could be it could be over as soon as tonight or it could be over in a playoff game. It's that's really the I mean, the stretch of what could happen to the Barracuda at this point. If they're going to call up anyone and put McDonald on defense, I'd want it to be Robbins. I think you gave all the other guys a shot who've been lighting it up and Robbins has been hot mm-hmm. and like literally carrying the Cuda team on his back it feels like recently. So if anyone, I'd want to see Robbins. And I think they're actually playing in his home province. Um, this, Like the Sharks and their road trip are playing in their Robbins' home province. So I'm curious if that's the guy who gets the call up. But then you're like, then I don't know who's left. Gushin and Kaut? Great. Yeah. It's going to be. It's <laughs> yeah. 
It's going to be <laughs> interesting. I mean, I feel like they're going to call up a defenseman to have that extra body because that'll be what they're going to do, right? Because I, I, unless I mean, if they want to Donald use... can play defense. That's my well, he is he is a defenseman, so he goes back in the lineup. But they're still going to want okay. that extra. He's they're still going to want the healthy scratch guy. That's my thought. Oh, okay. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Just don't call up any of the younger guys and then have them not play because that's like have them at least play. Just have yeah. the young guns play. I don't really care what you do. Playing. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how they um how they do it. Um, let me see here if there's anything going. Oh, on Oh yeah, in the it chat. is James Reimer's last home game as a shark. I that's true. Yeah, James Reimer's last home game as a Sharp. Uh, he's been, he you know, he's had a pretty rough season this year. I'm curious to see where he ends up next year. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't know. Like, I, the goaltending, I think, is going to be fascinating. Because I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be like Kakadin and Makiniemi. Although maybe no. they do that. But I don't think that. I, I don't think any of the young goalies are ready. Back of role. And I don't think Kapanen's ready. Uh, I don't think Capo is ready to be a starter. Either. I just Capo don't think he's good really enough to be a starter. Well, that too. But like, I don't know. The goalie is interesting because they took a bet on Capo. I don't think it worked this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see. Because with goalies, it's also like one year they can be absolute garbage. The next they're Vesna contenders. So like, I don't know, man. Uh, asking <laughs> in the chat, asking where Puck Guy 14 is. Puck Guy 14 got to watch this disaster in person. Uh, so this is what I'm happened. I'm so sorry and, to Puck Guy. Uh, yeah, I, to Puck I guy. think, look it, if you're looking for positives, though, like if you're a person who regularly attends Sharks, the Sharks can't take any more of your money. That's got to be a positive. It's almost <laughs> over. They have three, what, four games left, three games left? It's almost Yeah, over. they have like three games left. Um, and like next year could be better. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Three, two, Arizona, Anaheim. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Arizona, Anaheim. Obviously, someone's got to get points there. I think ideally a three-point game would be ideal there. I don't I haven't yeah. looked at the standings in a while though, so I don't know how much that would help or hurt the the Sharks at this point. I've kind of just resigned to whatever. Like it is what it is at this point. I, when the draft lottery happens, we'll we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll do something. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just kind of. I don't know. I'm not stressing over it um, at this so point. Valid. I just, I, I just, it's not worth it. It's not worth the stress. This team isn't worth the anything at this point, I think. And I, I know that makes me sound like the worst fan ever. And but it's valid like, though. Cause they don't really give you a reason to be excited. No, exactly. Um, and I just yeah. think like, you just want the, like this, the season's over. It's just, it just hasn't ended yet. It's just the grind of the last like four games and trying to make up some content to talk about at this point. Um, does yes. Thrun have a chance to beat out a player or two? Yes, Thrun probably is making the night roster next. Yeah. He's proved himself. I mean, I think he slammed a guy against the boards and had a really clean hit, and then that drew a penalty. Um, he He's really good. I'm really excited for him. If you want a bright side, him and Pedersen are probably your bright sides. Right. Bordelow has been very concerning. Um, but, yeah. I just think at this point, too, like, I don't know, man, like... <laughs> At this point in the season, <laughs> like I just, I'm like, not really too. Maybe, maybe, and this is my fault, right? Because as a guy who's yeah. supposed to come on here and talk about the sharks and 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 tell you how you know things are, I just like I'm not even too fussed. Like I, I think Bortolo. I'm not sure what's going on with Bortolo. I'd be curious to see if like the season ends and they're like, oh yeah, he was kind of he was injured, to, you know, finish the yeah. season or. Um, but, like, you send Eklund to go have surgery. If Bordelow's injured, why not do the same? You're not playing for 
Jack maybe it's not right an injury and in, like I don't maybe it's not yeah. a surgery injury though, right? Like maybe he's just Okay. Yeah. Up. I don't know. He's just been concerning and like he's one of their t- better prospects, so it's just it's Yeah. Yeah, it just it is just is what it is at this point, man. I don't I like I, I hate to, that I'm just going to continue <laughs> saying this at, at, at ad nauseum this show. I mean, there's really nothing else left to say about this team. Like we can talk about how they don't play defense. Right. Eric Carlson's probably going to reach 100, even though I thought he got hurt and was like, oh, of course he did. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say. Yeah. Carlson I, didn't have a point. So. Yeah. Point. And I don't think he, he didn't have a particularly good game today either. Like. Oh, I, dude, the pass that led to that shorthanded goal. Oof, Maron. Not even that, but like on that goal too, because we should talk about that goal for a second. Because it was not only, not only was that turnover absolutely brutal, but then like when you watch the end of that clip, it's like all the controllers got disconnected for guys trying to like get back into the play. No, I think at that point I was just laughing. At that point, I just started laughing because it's like how many teams can give up a three on power play like you really right. have to try yeah it <laughs> what a disaster um oh my. i don't know chat would like I, I i'm throwing to the chat here like if, if there's some sharks related thing you want us to to talk about because th- this game sucked i mean there's nothing really to talk about here i'm not going to sit here and get angry they lost 6-1 like i just i don't care oh. anymore um if you guys want a summary mcdavid owns the sharks we suck there yeah. you go yeah it was it was <laughs> When the sharks like, do bad, it's bad. Yeah. Like so, if if you're in the chat and you want us to like talk about anything, otherwise this is gonna be a short show, man. Because <laughs> there's a Barracuda game I gotta watch, and like the Barracuda, that's like th- this team, this team, the Sharks can no longer hurt me this season. Like there's nothing they can do that would remotely hurt me this season. Um, but no update. I mean, the Barracuda still still find ways because they have not uh they they refuse to die no they really do and also a bright side is mukamadulan has looked really good like i've liked him he yes. had i i mean i'm starting to really like him at first when that team trade went down like how do you not get a guy like Holt or damage in return but like mukamadulan right. has looked really good and now i'm not laughing at Greer when he's like oh yeah we see him playing on our like top four for the foreseeable future and i'm like yeah i can actually see it now pretty good uh so felix uh i'm assuming this is from the twitter machine uh felix is asking uh what prospects are you eyeing for the draft ian or jules well this is a jules question because i uh all i know is like what's happening in the first round after that man i don't i don't know anything Uh, um i mean first round because the the that late pick that they got from new jersey i really want them targeting a defenseman i don't have any in mind there are a few but they're all right now like at marked as like 10th on the board mm-hmm. so maybe Greer tries to trade up because there are a few really good defensemen if you look at the Sharks like forward crew like forward crew prospects they have a lot of guys yeah they don't have a franchise they just have guys it's a guy factory um <laughs> and same thing on factory. defense same thing on defense they don't have like that stud defenseman mm-hmm. so what I really am hoping to see if maybe Greer tries to trade up to get one of those stud defensemen like Axel I forgot his last name um, but like for the, their like first round pick, I would not be upset with a Zach Benson, you know, Adam Fantilli, those guys, but I don't really have anyone off the top of my mind. Like right now, any of the top defensemen in the draft, if, the, if they can pick him up with like that second first round pick, um, I will be super happy because the Sharks need a stud back there. Like they have Havlid. That's really the, only, they have Thrun, mm-hmm. but 
but that's not your like Kale McCarr type like player. Right. You know what I mean? And you need that to win a cup. Look at Tampa. They had Hedman. Mm-hmm. Avs had McCarr. Blues had Petro. So. Um, John in the chat asking, uh, I have a question about LeBanc. It, would it, would you take a problem goalie in the same price range in exchange for LeBanc or do you not even want to tiptoe into the Matt Murray, etc. waters? Oof. Um, um, mm. I feel like we've been talking about trading LeBanc since the crack of LeBanc. Yeah. Like, so like we've been talking about trading LeBanc for what feels like two years now. Like, if you're going to trade him, trade him. I'm concerned about getting this, like, questionable goalie. I mean, it depends who you're talking about. Like, please not Matt Murray. Yeah, I don't want... I, I want nothing to do with Matt Murray, but... Um, like, how long is Matt Corpus Salo? But he... Yeah, Corpus I don't Salo know. from, like, Columbus, maybe? But they're er, not Corpus getting... Corpus on the Kings now. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're so right. I forgot Quick is... Yeah, so in Quicks in Vegas. What's the other goalie in Columbus? Merz um, Lincoln. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I get So I get really nervous about goalies. I don't want anyone signed for, for term. Like, I like the two-year see-how-it-works-out thing that the Sharks are kind of doing. So if... I, like, I feel like yeah. Kapo Kakinen is going to be one of the goalies next year. The question is, who's going to be the other guy? Is it going to be... To me, this is where you just go and you sign another veteran guy um without i don't know, without yeah looking I mean, at who's a free agent next year um but that's what i would do and then you sign a veteran guy for one two years kind of like you did with cockinen and then you kind of just wash rinse repeat until you find a guy or one so here's of my the guys cons- breaks through yeah. from the barracuda here's my concern the, the, the greer went out this summer and just basically said let's sign every goalie available mm-hmm. um they still have krona who's going to come over Hopefully he signs. It sounds, I think Shang Peng put out an article, but where do all these goalies go then? Because That's then you, the question. Let's yeah. say you sign, let's say you sign like, I don't know, whatever free agent goalie you sign. Then you have like Krona, Man, and McAniemi, but then Man then goes back to Wichita. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that's the thing. Cause I don't know. And, and like, I would not be shocked if Arendelle's back next year either. No, Greer loves his goal. Oh, maybe Arendelle. It's Dell and uh, Kakinen. Let's go guys. Oof. We're going Oh, an 82. Oh, man. Pain. <laughs> uh, I, look at, I love me some Arendelle, but I am not excited for that um, thing here. So I'm just looking at uh, quick. Um, I mean, goalies that are coming up, like a lot of just a lot of old guys here. Um, We're not, the Sharks are not signing Jonathan Quick. No. I, mean, they uh, might. I mean, so I mean, here's some of the other guys coming up. I think Simeon Varlamov might still, I think. You know, even though he's 35, I think someone might for a big throw him a decent amount of money. Um, yeah. So. Also, don't forget the Sharks barely have any. Like, I don't think the Sharks have that much cap room, right? Am I? Do they suddenly uh, they just have, have cap some? I mean, without without having to worry about a Timo Meyer contract, they'll have a little bit to honestly to sprinkle around. I would rather them give a young kid a chance and sign like an, a winger, a, like a winger, for example, to play with like Cooch, so Cooch is not just cycling through children. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, I wonder if they would bring in a guy like, like if they bring in, I wonder if they'd do something like bring in a guy like Cam Talbot. That I could see happening because Cam's not happy right now in Ottawa and Ottawa now has like Forsberg and um, their rookie goaltender. Yeah, like so I, Cam Talbot on a year, like I don't, that doesn't offend me with Cam. I mean, again, I don't think the Sharks are going to be competitive next year still, so. I, I, I think, know. yeah. I mean, my concern with the Sharks for next year are wingers. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you look, a lot of their wingers are 
I believe, expiring. <laughs> yep. So, like, I want them to actually go sign a winger, like a vet, because you can't just leave it all up to the kids. As much as I think Eklund's going to light up this league, mm-hmm. you have to give them a support, like another winger and not just Hurdle. Um, and Hurdle's had a rough year. Oh, God, help us. Um, that's my concern. Like, I think goaltending will get figured out. Um, I don't trust the defense either. I don't know. This team needs help. Uh, Ao in the chat asking, uh, how long do we expect this rebuild to take? I guess it depends on what the lottery balls do. I mean, if the Sharks get Adam Fantilli or Bedard, I think they'll be competitive within two years. Yeah, from, definitely like, so like not. Up. Yeah, but it it really depends. Like if we get a Zach Benson, for example, or a Will Smith, it's going to take a little longer because they're going to take longer to develop. I also remember when the like McDavid went to the Oilers, right? They weren't they were bad for at least a year before they actually became good with even with mcdavid and the lineup yeah yeah i i think you could start like i think getting one of those two players can definitely speed things along i think if you're getting a little bit lower if you're drafting around like the fourth or fifth um then i think it takes a little bit longer it really depends like i still think it's it's about three years maybe is kind of what i'm thinking oh, yeah. because not only is it three years but you're gonna have you know like this is also when you get into your three-year range this is when you're gonna start seeing all the dead money come off the cap um, yeah so i wonder look for vlasic's contract i think when vlasic's contract but i don't now i'm saying this without looking at cap for oh no oh, never mind years. his contract expires in 26 27 mm-hmm. also i i it's not mike smith it's will smith um, my bad. <laughs> Mike uh, Smith, come to the uh, Sharks. There you go. Mike Smith, out of uh, wherever he is. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I think it depends on what happens, but I still think like three, three, four years before they could be, I think three, four years, they should be sniffing the playoffs again. If they're not sniffing the playoffs again three, four years, then something's gone uh, terribly, no. terribly wrong. Also, Noah Gregor's an RFA, Fabian Zetterlund's an RFA, Evgeny Svechnikov. How many of these guys do we actually expect to come back? Because only Fab, like Zetterlund and Svechnikov are Greer guys. I don't know if Noah Gregor comes back. I don't think he comes back. Like, there's just a lot of guys here that they're just guys. Mm -hmm. Like, great, come actually give me something else to work with. You know what I mean? And Nudavara, who I forgot was on this team. Sorry. Yeah, no, I I mean, I I, I, uh, I 100% agree. Um I, I, I think it's going to take some time. So, yeah, it you is. Expect it Hasso is. to put the sharks up for sale. I mean, this is partially Hasso's fault because he didn't want to go into a rebuild for all those years. Well, it wasn't hot. Yeah. How soon? I don't think. I, I really. The one thing, man, I really hate discussing ownership on this podcast because I don't think ownership's really. I mean, okay. Yeah. Let me let me before I get completely blasted in the chat. <laughs> I don't think ownership is the Sharks' biggest problem here. I think if if you if they you know if obviously not wanting to rebuild and not you know kind of kicking that can down the road, obviously that does uh, Hassel Platner does have to take some responsibility for that. But like I don't, I think Hassel Platner gets shit for a lot of things that just weren't his like that that are just not his doing. Like I've had people on Twitter yell at me that you know. Timo Meyer is not here because Hassel Plattner didn't want to play, didn't want to pay him. Hassel Plattner has always signed the check. Like, that's the one thing that with Hassel Plattner we've never had an issue with. Hassel Plattner always signs the check. So I don't think, like, I think the Sharks, I don't know, man, like, when I mean, it comes Hustle to ownership. Up, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, you're good. I mean, he. I think he. I think he's okay with paying guys. I don't think it's his fault. I think the sharks were just genuinely like. Where it was like, there's no way cap, like cap wise, this would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hasso did approve the EK65 giant mega contract. So like. Yeah, he's always signed the check. I, I, I think honestly, like for people that don't want Hassel Plotner to be the owner, I would rather like I would just rather stick with the devil I know, like, because uh, you never know what you're gonna get, like in a different ownership group, right? Um, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they look at the situation in San Jose and say we're no longer a cap team. I think that would be awful. Like at some point, this team is going to be yeah to be good again because these oh. things always work in cycles. You want to have an owner who's gonna sign the check to make sure that they are good now again like if mike greer being brought in because he didn't see this as like a complete teardown or whatever like again i think if we are end up in like year five or six of the rebuild and we just look like we're in a buffalo sabers situation spinning in the mud then i think absolutely at some point like ownership does have to take some responsibility for that but uh for the time being though man like i I, there's there's a lot of issues with the sharks but i don't my issues with hustle platner aren't there yeah but also here's the thing with greer he has not turned like tore it down per se but he's brought in like a buttload of just darts he's just thrown out to see if they fit and it's worked out kind of it's been been like yeah greer hasn't fully like torn it down per se because the sharks do have a few like people who you can actually use when you're good again but like it, I think it really depends if he goes out and trades EK sixty five summer. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Ryo, but I, yeah. but I think if, I, but I don't think like, and and then again, I don't know anything. I'm not an insider. I'm not like I, I, I <laughs> Ian is not media. Let's let's get this a hundred abundantly clear for the hundred millionth time. Ian is not media. Ian doesn't have inside information. Ian just sees what he sees and then tries to interpret it the way I interpret it. And like. But I don't see any of the moves that the team has made. Like, I don't think Hostel Plotner is the reason why Brent Burns got traded. They needed cap space. Timo Meyer didn't, you know, Timo, uh, Timo Meyer is now a devil. I don't think that's because, you know, if I think if there was, if, if Mike Greer wanted to bring him back and wanted him to be in the picture, um, and, you know, and obviously we don't know if Timo Meyer want, wanted to be here beyond, you know, his restricted free agent years anyway. But I, I feel like if if that was the plan, if if Mike Greer said, "Yeah, we got you know we're going to keep Tuma Meyer and this is how we're going to do it," like I still think Hasso signing that check. Oh yeah, I, I mean Timo was a Ian is Ian does. <laughs> um, and yes, Hasso has allowed them to spend to the cap, so be fortunate because some owners just don't allow their teams to spend to the cap. That's right. Ian only uses AI Canadian robot analytics in anger. It's true. Um, so uh, let's talk about another team here. And I'm putting up the Believe Fish again because this is what we need. We need to believe. This is this <laughs> is what we need. Okay, look at uh, the Barracuda. Um, like I said earlier, kind of alluded to this earlier in the show. Uh, the Barracuda can either their season either will end tonight. Uh, you know, not officially like the Sharks, but. Um, they could be out as soon as tonight or they could make the playoffs and it's everything or something in between. 
Uh, tonight, the Barracuda are going to play against the Colorado Eagles again. Uh, last night, they lost a heartbreaker in overtime after the Roadrunners kind of gave them a window. They lost 6-3, I believe, to the yeah. 7-3 to the Texas Stars. Um, the Roadrunners also in action tonight against the Texas Stars again, I believe. Um, if the Texas Star, if they, sorry, if the Roadrunners win in regulation and the Barracuda lose in regulation, it is over. The season is effectively done, and the last two games against the Roadrunners will not matter because uh, the Roadrunners will have a, a five-point lead on the Barracuda at that point, and there's only two games left. The math says that the Barracuda cannot pass the Roadrunners. They will clinch. They would clinch a playoff spot. However, if the Roadrunners uh, do not win or the Barracuda can somehow manage a way to keep themselves within three points of the Roadrunners, then, at that point, the final two games of the season between the Roadrunners and the Barracuda will decide the season, which I think is would be the, how how is a better way to describe a season than you know basically yeah. winner stays and loser goes home. Uh, it, it would be a playoff series before a playoff series, basically. Um, so I guess that would make sixth round of AHL playoffs weird. Yeah, I mean we'll see. Look, this again, this team doesn't seem to die. No, it, even it when we die. all like, like this team just never seems to die. Um, as long as the Sharks don't, again, it depends if the Sharks are going to have to pull gut. I mean, if they win tonight and then the Sharks are like a bunch of injuries happen and the Sharks have to call up half the roster. Right. I don't know. This team has been just basically depleted. And it's partially on like the Sharks depth. The Sharks don't have the depth. I mean, their prospects cannot like. They don't have enough prospects right now. Well, there's there's just so many injuries on both like on both clubs too. Yeah. Um, you know, CJ Cease came back in the lineup, I think, for the first time since February. Um, last night, and he finally uh, limped back into the lineup. It's gonna be interesting, man. This this Barracuda team. Um, it's nice. You know what? I I'll say this about the Barracuda. It's nice, like watching a hockey game and actually feeling something. Um, because yeah. obviously with the Sharks, that's been dead for a while whereas like with the barracuda man like it's 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 been ride or die like i am i am still... and they've also made it interesting somehow yeah. like uh, even when all odds were like stacked against them and they played with like nine defensemen and eight forwards yeah made it interesting yeah somehow. Uh, so sleepy f's getting a chat the roadrunners lose but the barracuda also lose an ot tonight they are still alive yeah if the, as long as as long as there's um so if the roadrunners lost and the barracuda I got you're making me do math on there. This is not fair. Uh, and the Barracuda lost. Actually, if both teams lost in regulation, the Barracuda are still alive. If they Roadrunners lose and the Barracuda lose in in overtime or issued out or whatever, um, they would actually gain a point. So they would be within two points as long as they stay within three points of the Roadrunners after tonight. They're alive. If the lead becomes, you know, if if it's four. It gets then, dicey because obviously there's two games left, but then obviously if one of the games against the Roadrunners goes in overtime, that would eliminate them. Um, so to keep it simple for all my uh, math uh, inhibited friends like myself, um, we're just going to say keep within three points and then those last two games will decide the season. Uh, don't keep it within three points and it gets really ugly really quick or it's over. <laughs> Basically. I mean, we'll see what happens tonight. Yeah. So, I mean, that is that. Um, I know this hasn't been a super long show, but I don't, man, like, what is there to talk about on this team? This team is stupid. Um, 
yeah, I'm just gonna end with that. Yeah, no worries, buddy. Um, okay, so uh, Jules, do you have any final thoughts before I get us out of here? Um, this I think we've said it all. This team's bad. Kudo somehow are staying alive, and McDavid owns the Sharks. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I mean that's my thoughts. Uh, obviously, I got a Barracuda game to get ready for, so um, I think again, um, check us out. Uh, check us out on anything else that we do. Uh, Sunday night, uh, Pucknologists will return. Um, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Um, but I mean, other than that, man, we got three more after darks left. Uh, Pucknologists this Sunday, I believe Pucknologists next Sunday. And then uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, so until then, um, if you want to catch this after the fact or anything else, you know, you can always find us. Uh, on all the social media platforms, you can catch the replay on YouTube. If you're catching this on replay on YouTube and you have anything that you think and you want to add your thoughts to the show, be sure to hit us up in the comments. Uh, otherwise, you know the drill. Hit the bell, hit the likes, um, and all that wonderful stuff that helps keep us uh, running and keeps us relevant for people looking for sharks-related uh, information on the YouTube channel. Uh, we definitely appreciate all your support um, through this long and dreary season. And uh, yeah, we uh, look forward to doing this again. I will see you all next when I see you. For me and Jules, that is it. We are out of here. Good night.